Hello and welcome to the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge to live a healthy and happy life. My ethos is sustainability and my aim is to leave you better than I found you. I am a complete foodie, lover of all animals, recovering perfectionist, with a passion to help many achieve a life of health and well-being. I hope you take a lot from this podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. You're joined by me, your host, Rebecca, and of course, my wonderful, wonderful sidekick, Edith. So today I want to talk about getting back on track. So perhaps you've overeaten this weekend. And for many, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge for many, many years for the sole reason that perhaps all we have done on that Monday morning is quote unquote, just got back on track. And perhaps we haven't recognised what's happened, you know, dug a little bit deeper. Instead, we've brushed it off and started again. But I'm here to hypothesise that that isn't supporting you. Hear me out, right, before you stop listening. Of course, it sounds a little bit counterintuitive that the right thing to do in the moment is to just get back on track. But what you have done up until now has gotten you to where you're at. So why do you keep falling into the same spiral, the same on track, off track? Let's go a little bit deeper. So firstly, for whatever reason, many people now believe that to be successful with dieting, it needs to be perfect. And I completely resonate with that. However, perfection kills productivity and it makes you less efficient, inhibits your long-term success and prevents the ability to see what you can achieve and actually can be an excuse for many. I.e., if I can't do it perfectly, I won't do it. So this leads to all or nothing thinking, that on or that off cycle, and has a profound impact on disordered eating behaviours. So I'm going to talk to you about the biggest challenges I see with my clients around the perfection and around going off track and then coming back on track and how we navigate out of those, right? So the first one is going out socially and the second one is binge eating. So firstly, let's dig into socially and that perfectionism mindset that is likely sending you off track. And when you're going off track, you're then spiralling over the course of the weekend and you're waking up on Monday morning, feeling the guilt, feeling the shame, feeling the resentment and thinking, right, today I just need to restrict. Today I just need to get back on track. So diet culture... And these over-restricted approaches that I'm sure many of you have done portray the image of going out as being bad. Or eating food that isn't cooked by you as a time that you are quote-unquote off track. It's a treat or a cheat. It's a very narrow approach to your eating habits and behaviours that can come with unsolicited feelings and narratives to ourselves which then spirals to dichotomous thinking and actions that can exacerbate a negative response. E.g., if you're going out for a meal with your friends, your partner, but because you associate that as being quote-unquote bad, then you take a very nothing approach to the weekend. And you think, sod this, I'll just start on Monday. 
And what happens with that? Not only do you isolate yourself from the social connection because you're not fully present in that meal, you're not fully engaging with things outside of just the food, i.e. connecting with those around you, embracing the memories that come with going out socially, actually really enjoying the food. Instead, you're so food focused, you're so preoccupied by food and with this spiral of dichotomous thinking, you're like, oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? And because of the over-restricted approach that has probably been followed for many years with diet culture, then we have this increased desire for all the foods that we have once removed. So like novelty foods, it's like, okay, I've been after dinner now, I've had my burger. And instead of thinking, that was so satiating, I really enjoyed that, connecting with my friends, connecting with my partner. It was great for somebody else not to cook for me. We had a real nice time. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna go for a walk, and then I'm gonna spend my afternoon relaxing. Instead, it's like, okay, so I've ate a burger, that's bad, right? I'm gonna order onion rings, I'm gonna order fries as well. Now, because I've gone off track this weekend, let's go to Sainsbury's on the way home, let's get some giant buttons, let's get some biscuits, and let's have a real snack afternoon because I've gone off track now so I might as well be bad all weekend I'm going to completely throw in the towel because I haven't done it perfectly now that's not helping you is it so it's like okay what can I do to support myself now maybe maybe be more compassionate to yourself leaning into that imperfection right because you're, you're believing that you've gone off track and you're believing that you haven't done it perfectly, which is then spiraling to this all or nothing mentality. So looking at what you can do around your social event, which will support the reduction of these bashing behaviours and be more beneficial to your health because there is nothing, nothing in the research that calls any food bad. There is nothing that is going to cause you to gain weight. There is nothing that is going to directly impact your body fat levels. However, your actions and your behaviours up until where you are now are a direct correlation of your body fat levels. So if you are constantly going off track because you have this association with good and bad food and going off track as social events, actually that's imprisoning you, isn't it? So you may well feel like you're overrated at the weekend because you went out socially, but actually that spiral has come from your association with that being bad. So if you're sat there now resonating with that, here's three things that you can do to help yourself today instead of just saying, I'm getting back on track. No, we're digging deeper and we're digging deeper so that next weekend when you go out socially, because shockingly, quite a few of us do like to go out socially at the weekend because we have a little bit more time. We have a little bit more flexibility. We can have that freedom. So why not embrace it and embrace it with more of a compassionate and holistic approach to your health as opposed to this like talking to yourself like an asshole and treating yourself like you wouldn't treat anybody else. So number one, reflect on what happened. Was it that you just went out socially and was it that actually you associated that with being bad which then led to this spiral? If so, number two, what can you learn? Right, why do you feel you're spiraling? Is it because you're following an over-restricted approach in the week? Is it because you're removing all the food that you enjoy from your diet? Is it because there is a lot of novelty foods that you are, quote unquote, restricting on your intake, which is then heightening this dysregulated eating patterns and eating behaviours? 
yes, 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 no, 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 no. Your response is gonna be obviously very subjective. What you learn in that is gonna help you set intentions out of it. Okay, so if I am removing all the food that I enjoy out of my diet, is that empowering me or is that imprisoning me? That is likely imprisoning you and that is heightening this novelty, which is then gonna have the food always have a hold over you. How can I think about incorporating these foods into my diet with balance, with flexibility and with freedom so that when I do go out socially, I enjoy that social meal for so much more than just the meal? Okay, say as an example that you're not eating biscuits because you really enjoy biscuits and you think that you are going to lose control if you eat said biscuits. Try incorporating those at a time when you are least hungry. So when you're nice and full and satiated, say after breakfast, and you eat them mindfully. And you might overeat those on the first day, you might overeat those on the second day, but the novelty soon wears off. And by the fifth day, you will no longer be eating those. So they're back within your diet. So then when you go out socially you actually don't have this huge desire for the biscuits. Maybe you learned that when you went out socially, you ordered the salad because you were trying to be quote unquote good and stay quote unquote on track. Right, where does that come from? Perfectionist mindset. Is that helping me or is that hindering me? That's hindering me, right? Okay, how can I unpick that? I can lean into a bit of vulnerability and be courageous with my actions. If I'm chasing fat loss, then I need to do, I do need to make some simple swaps. And that could look like, I don't know, having the burger, but ordering a salad with it, or going out and ordering a salad because you want a couple of glasses of wine, or going out and having a pizza and opting for a glass of water with it. So you're making sensible swaps within the day and you're not compromise, you're not sacrificing, sorry, you are compromising. And there's a lot to dig into when you have been so deep in diet culture, which is why the support is really important to not just quote unquote, get back on track, but understand what happened, where it comes from, what can you learn? And then set your intentions for the day. So many get so overwhelmed and try and plan the whole week, the whole month, but lose focus, lose sight of what they can do now. So planning just today, that will help hugely with momentum and taking action. So plan for today could look like eating three meals based around a protein source, snacking only on fruit, getting outside for a daily walk. Not only is that so powerful for our mental and our physical health, but if you do that after your evening meal to help manage blood glucose, it supports digestion. Winner, winner. Uh, maybe you could do a 10 minute workout today and not a excessive extreme workout because you're trying to get back on track. So like 10 squats, 10 lunges, 10 press-ups. And then reflect again on the evening. So you've started your day reflecting, reflecting on the weekend, you've set your intentions for the day. And what can you do today to nourish your mind? What can you do today to nourish your body? What is one thing that you can say to yourself today if you have the guilt come in that is kinder to you than talking to yourself like that asshole? And there's a lot to go into if you believe the social events are causing you to go off track. So I really want you to take your time with this and I really want you to unpick it because that is gonna help you massively navigating forward to getting you to that place of food freedom where you can go out socially without the preoccupation with food and without this correlation of you doing something bad. And honestly, the most incredible feedback I get every week from my clients is, I went out and I didn't feel guilty. 
I went out and I didn't feel I needed to see uh, to look at the menu before I went out. I went out and I chose something. I went out and I didn't come home and have the munchies. And it's empowering and it's a psychological battle that we have with ourselves that many people can't see with this. So really do take your time with that. Now, another reason that you feel you may have overrated the weekend was because more of a dysregulation. So a binge eating. So binge eating, we know, is a loss of control. Where if I said to you, stop, you cannot stop. And I hugely, hugely resonate with that. It's because of some dysregulation. And your response was a reaction. And your reaction went to food as a desire to self-regulate. But that has now left you with the guilt and the shame. And because it's Monday, you're just going to start again. Whilst that's so inspiring... Digging deeper to help you understand what that trigger was, how you were feeling, to understand more about what your body was seeking in that moment, to build on alternative activities to help you self-regulate. Your body was likely not asking for the food when you were binge eating. It was likely asking for more compassion, maybe some rest, uh, maybe some clarity emotionally. Now, instead of beating yourself up today and feeling like a complete failure, you think you'll never break free from this cycle. You desperately want to work through it. However, the hurtful comments, how are you treating yourself? The hurtful actions that are usually about restriction. What if we lean into that to stop that element? Imagine how powerful that would be supporting your actions going forward. Again, it's more compassionate. And there's so much evidence behind how you treat yourself and disordered eating habits. So I've got some prompts to help you work through a binge eating over the weekend. You will need the emotional wheel. So if you haven't got an emotional wheel, you can Google um, and just pick one up or you can drop me a message and I will send one across for you that I have got. So what we know with emotional dysregulation is we are either in a hyper aroused or hypo aroused state. So we're out of our window of tolerance. Both of these can exacerbate emotional eating. Now, too often, many people have gone around in society without awareness of how they're feeling, without language to name emotions. So simply just being able to name an emotion can be transformative when you're working on your relationship with yourself and your relationship with food. A lot of the time when I have people who are binge eating, they just feel helpless. And a lot of the time they report just feeling stressed. And instead of just, just blanketing over as being stressed, if we can start to label emotions and name these triggers, then we can go a little bit deeper below that surface to help you understand how you are feeling, to help you understand what your body was seeking in that moment and how we can inwardly treat ourselves with more kindness to then break free from the cycle. And forgive me for the honesty here, but you know that's how I work. When you have suffered with a poor relationship with food and when you have suffered with binge eating, it's not that you're ever fixed. It's not that you're ever like discharged from binge eating, should we say. Instead, you learn to cope with triggers. You learn more about emotional awareness. You build on self-awareness. You build on compassion. You build on mindfulness. You build on common humanity. And you build on greater clarity and you've got these tools then on your tool belt to help you navigate these situations 
that are more aligned to your goals and to your values. So some prompts for you today, as I said, you'll grab that emotional wheel and I want you to sit down with a pen and paper. So how would I like to feel today? And what is one thing I can do to help that feeling? What do I need right now? How can I be a best friend to myself? And what is one kind thing I can say to myself today if I start to feel guilty? And that plays very nicely from that best friend element, doesn't it? And I think too often, especially with the emotional eating response, we have this complete mind-body disconnect. We're completely disconnected from our mind and our body. And too often we then talk to ourselves like this asshole. And one of the things that I say to my clients as we're working through this, what would your best friend say to you? What would you say to your best friend? And it's always that kinder, more supportive approach towards your eating behaviours to help you then navigate out of those situations. And it's a really challenging time and being able to go below the surface and dig a little bit deeper in both of these scenarios is literally going to support you long term. It's going to help build on, excuse me, it's going to help build on the consistency. It's going to help build on curating a healthy approach that works for you, that has you show up for you, that has you be kind to yourself, have your own back and knowing that everything you do is, is a choice you get to make. A lot of people start on a Monday by going, I just need to get back on track today. Like you don't need to to do anything. You can choose to go back on track today. You can choose today a path of nourishment, a path of well-being, a path of health. And it's asking yourself alongside all of this, what will my future self thank me for? And like that could be in a week, right? If you work on unpicking these now and you get to next weekend and you've done that work, you'll look back and you'll be like, do you know what? I'm really grateful that I did that for myself. And there are no such things as bad days. There are just days with more lessons. And these lessons present opportunities for us to learn. And when we learn, we grow, we adapt, we move forward. And literally the difference between those who get results and those who don't, it's not that they are always perfect, or that they are lucky, or that they don't go off track. No, it's simply that they recognise that these difficult times are a part of life. And instead of reacting by quitting, throwing in the towel, they learn and respond. So they don't give up when things become a little bit more challenging. And those challenges, however, they're going to be met with greater awareness going forward because we are always going to have these difficult times so the more we can acknowledge them instead of brushing off and these challenging times can be a challenge because of years of diet culture like I was chatting about the social events it could be just learned methods aren't supporting you so going below that surface is so powerful So before you courageously just get back on track today, I want you to spend some time just going a little bit deeper and supporting that everlasting change that you so bloody well deserve. And if you're sat there now thinking, yeah, this is me, completely resonate with all of this and you would like that little bit more support, that's exactly what I do. I will link my coaching details below and if you have any questions, please do reach out. Have a great day and thank you so much for tuning in.